How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Across the Bifrost, the Mighty Thor podcast, where each and every episode we explore the world of Marvel's Mighty Thor. I am your host, Ryan Doze, and on today's episode, we are jumping back into our throwback series. So as we mentioned last time on the throwback series, we are going to try and do this mini episode, kind of bite-sized version of our throwback series, where we we just do one issue an episode we'll bring these out on Thursdays to kind of get you into the weekend if you need something to listen to during a workout, uh, running errands, shopping, all that kind of stuff. Or you're just sitting in bed on a lazy Saturday and you're just like, you know what, I'm going to check out what's on Across the Bifrost. That's always a great idea, by the way. <laughs> if you want to just check this out, it'll be like 15, 20 minutes. And we hope that this uh, adds to your knowledge and enjoyment of Marvel's Mightiest Avengers. So today we are continuing in issue 121. This is entitled the power the passion the pride and if i were our if i were friend of the show chris eberly uh from comic geek speak i would have said that so much better <laughs> but uh, alas i am myself and uh we couldn't get chris to do a guest spot for this tiny episode so this uh, episode is this issue is entitled the power the passion the pride and here's a brief synopsis of this issue that continued continued from last issue. We got a little glimpse at who our villain is going to be at the end of the last issue of Journey into Mystery. The battle rages on between Thor and the Absorbing Man, who is taking on the properties of any surrounding structures in the city. Jane Foster remains kidnapped by an unknown caper. So a lot is uh, that I said was established in 120 is continued and brought a little closer to culmination here in episode 121. The last few panels of the previous episode, I keep saying episode, it is an issue. <laughs> the last few panels of the previous issue let us know that the absorbing man is back his uh, helium state has been uh, he's been restored from his helium state and he's back to uh, he's back to rough up thor and give him an issue the cover of this comic is fantastic it's them both kind of giant sized in this big cityscape and we'll find out a little bit more about that as we continue the creative team on this issue, it was penned thusly in the in the comic itself. This is another towering triumph for Stan Lee, the writer. It is another fabulous feat for Jack Kirby, the illustrator. It was another amazing achievement for Vince Coletta, the delineator. And it was another day, another dollar for Artie Simic, the letterer. I love... The last little bit that Stan gets in on every fourth person in the, in the lineup. Just uh, good, good fun from Marvel's House of Ideas. I think that's 
Disney's House of Ideas. Oops, my bad. <laughs> so just a few thoughts on this issue. Uh, Thor is busy with the Absorbing Man fighting him most of, most of the issue. The Absorbing Man really doesn't know why he's there, but Loki has put him there to keep him busy. And a lot of the more plot-heavy parts of the issue are in Asgard or they're the Jane Foster kidnapping situation. So Thor is engaged in this fight most of the issue. Um, Loki is slithering his way through Asgard to line up his master plan, which we still don't know a ton about his, you know, his newest, latest and greatest master plan. There is a segment in this fight that goes all the way around New York City, as most Thor fights do, where the Absorbing Man is transformed into this building-sized version of himself. And it is a full-page panel. It's fantastic. Uh, he is referred to by Thor as the Colossus of Stone and Iron. So a big building sized version of the character just really cool uh they really explore his power set in this comic which i enjoy uh, the absorbing man has such a a cool versatile power set and i was glad to see them kind of play with it in this issue specifically with him you know becoming the size of a of a giant building there are lots of good visuals as this battle goes throughout the city. There's one visual of the hammer being, you know, sort of stuck in the side of a building. Uh, and then when it gets released, all the bricks flying away, that's really cool. And at the end of the fight for this issue, it's not even over yet. So we're left off with the kind of a cliffhanger and Thor is Thor averts his attention from the absorbing man for just a little bit to save a child who has run into the, into the field of play. We'll say that. And the absorbing man gets the better of him as his attention is on, on the child. That's where the issue kind of leaves off. And that's what we're, what we're left with now along the way, like I said, lots of great visuals, the Absorbing Man is turned into glass at one point, and Thor just can't bring himself to 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 smite the mortal. He's also he's also turned into Uru with he touches the you know Absorbing Man he touches the hammer and he's turned into Uru. He touches all the metal girding of a of a demolished soon to be demolished building, and he balls up all the all the iron girders, st the steel girders, some type of metal. <laughs> he he balls them up and just chucks them at Thor. Again, really really good action scenes in this issue in particular. The one part of this issue that I found unique and different was. Jane Foster's mysterious kidnapper. That is one thing that I Thor comics up to this point, from what I've known in our throwback series, they just don't dip into the realm of espionage. They don't dip into the realm of suspense. It's weirdly enough that this book is entitled journey into mystery. And yet we don't get a lot of mystery. <laughs> this this tale actually gives us a little glimpse into the the 
the mystery of who kidnapped Jane because Jane does notice one thing about her kidnapper. He, she notices that the voice sounds familiar. Whoever this is, their voice is at least somewhat familiar to her. And we don't get any conclusion on that aspect of the story in this issue, but it's definitely something that will play out later on. She can't see the person's face. They're hooded. uh, Their identity is concealed. But uh, surely we will get more information about her kidnapper in the next main story from Journey into Mystery. So the fight is at a standstill at the end of this issue. And then we jump into the tales of Asgard. So if you've, if you've enjoyed speaking of Chris Everly from beginning of the episode, if you've enjoyed our tales of Asgard series, this is how we'll kind of do this going forward because the tales of Asgard little mini stories, the backup stories are at the end of the issues. When we cover an issue of Thor's adventures in the main story of Journey into Mystery. We'll just do the Tales of Asgard as a part of that episode. So just so you know how that'll work going forward, this story from issue 121 of Journey into Mystery, the Tales of Asgard story, is entitled Maelstrom. So the the voyage to find the the reason why the Odin sword has been cracked is underway. And the crew are going through a treacherous part of sea called the Sea of Fear. Now, one thing I love, I love about old school comics is the subtlety is almost non-existent. They're like, well, okay, we want this ocean, this, this body of water to sound really ominous and suspenseful. So what should we call it? Like, should it be like a... a dark you know viking name should it be like a a very creepy norse mythology name you know what why don't we just call it the sea of fear oh that's brilliant we should call it the sea of fear that that guys pat on the back all around uh, i say we take a break and we go get sandwiches and coffee and then we come back and we create more masterpieces in the afternoon that's how i imagine that conversation going way back when in the offices of marvel comics so the ship has been set to sea in this uh, sea of fear. And the crew is trying to figure out if they should go through or even get close to a part of the sea called the Pillars of Utgard. And Utgard is a dragon uh, from Norse mythology, so they're using that name here. So the Pillars of Utgard look like two big claws sticking out of the water. And it's said by multiple of the the crewmates that, you know, they dare not go closer to these pillars. They'll be bashed uh, upon the rocks and the maelstrom will destroy them and kill them. But Thor, Thor is confident that we that they remain at their posts. And so long as I am master here, we sail ever onward. So his confidence kind of rallies the troops. And even though some of them are still scared, they continue through the storm and they're going closer to the pillars of Utgard. There's some great in this five page, four or five page little story here. There's a lot of great art with Thor kind of dramatically giving orders and dramatically, you know, you know, commanding that they sail forward and that the oars go faster. 
And then there's a great sailing panel where Thor has both of his arms outstretched and all the sailors have, you know, their, you know, because Jack Kirby, they all have their own unique gear and helmets and armor. And they're all, you know, rowing real hard against the storm. And we get a little glimpse of someone going above and beyond the call of duty in the last two panels. And speaking, you know, when we speak of going above and beyond the call of duty, who else but Balder the Brave can do that? So Balder has a plan that we're not even, we're not even given a little bit of a clue as to what he's doing. The narration even says um, that he gra- he drags a great horn to the precipice uh, of the of the ship's perch for a reason that none of us will know until next issue. So, wow, <laughs> we don't even get to know what Balder is doing here, but Balder is trying to maybe get them out of trouble with this with this horn. Maybe it's going to call for help. Maybe it's going to calm the storm. I have no idea. I haven't read ahead at this point. So great little tales of Asgard here to end this little mini episode on. I hope you enjoyed this issue. Uh, We'll get to read it or leave it here in just a moment. I had mentioned last, uh, last throwback episode for 120 that, Reed, Reed Richards and Sue Richards, uh, Sue Storm's wedding was going on at this time. There is a point in that, uh, that annual for Fantastic Four that Thor fights, uh, fights against this army of supervillains that Dr. Doom has set upon the wedding. So apparently this Fantastic Four annual, the wedding issue is, is, uh, a power packed affair. So, I'll have to go read that, I guess. See what good old, good old Goldilocks was up to in that issue of Fantastic Four. So we've come to read it or leave it. The segment where I let you know if this is a comic that's, uh, you know, worth the time to go back and read or if our little review here is good enough. And it kind of, you know, kind of to, to, to not save you, but to uh, maybe, uh, help you use your time efficiently. Let's say that that way to help you use your time efficiently. Is this a comic that you should go leave? You should read or that you should leave this comic. I would recommend that you read it. Yeah. This is a fun action heavy issue with the main fight between Thor and the absorbing man. It's got a lot of smack talk back and forth between Thor and crusher. So there's lots of good pieces starting to fit together in this story, as opposed to last issue 120, where I said that it felt like a housekeeping issue. This one feels like we're making strides and both the tales of Asgard and the main story have a lot of drama packed into them. So be sure to go check out uh, this issue. It's worth your time. And um, yeah, we're coming ever closer to Journey into Mystery, changing over to the Thor masthead. So lots of good stuff to look forward to there. As we leave you today on this throwback throwback edition of Across the Bifrost, I just want to say that there's several different ways you can reach out to us and interact and support the show. So you can leave a rating, a review, and a subscription on iTunes. You can follow us and rate us on Spotify. 
go reach out to us on Instagram at Mighty Thor Podcast. You can go to our Facebook group. It's free. We just ask you to be kind and respectful to everybody in the group. Go look for Across the Bifrost Mighty Thor Podcast. I How many times do you think I can say this in the little wrap up here? Across the Bifrost Mighty Thor Podcast. Man, I'm glad it almost rhymes. <laughs> You can go join our free Facebook group. That would be a great way to engage with us. Also, you can drop us an email if you just want to talk to us, chat with us, tell us what you think about the show. Tell us uh, your thoughts about what we could do in the future, what guests we should have on, all those kind of things. Uh, go to MightyThorPodcast at gmail.com. And that's a great way to reach out to us as well if you're more of an email person. Lastly, you can go check out our Patreon we are going to be a lot better about getting things up on our Patreon. You can join our Thor core for just a few dollars a month, and that'll get you some great bonus content. It will get you our little running series on there that we're going to start doing. I've got issues where I take you through what else I'm reading outside of Thor comics. So on a few recent, uh, on a few recent editions, we've talked about Marvel's dark ages, which is my favorite limited series going right now. We even did, into some DC comics. So lots of great stuff on our Patreon. If you go there for a few bucks, you get all of it. You get all of it for a few bucks a month. That's that's a pretty awesome uh, bit of value there. And you support the show and you just uh, help uh, refund my time that I love to give to this show. But it does, it does take time. It does take a lot of energy and a lot of research. So we would appreciate any amount of support you can give over there at Patreon. As we wrap up this mini episode today, our part of our throwback series, I remind you, as I do every week, dear listeners, friends of the Bifrost, wherever you are in the nine realms, I encourage you to stay worthy.